welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. All right, so today's episode is for people who are really trying. You are listening to the podcast, you are working on Excel still more, maybe you've done a little reading in 1 Thessalonians where they increased and abounded, maybe you've made some lists of areas that you want to get better, maybe you're doing some morning praying or Bible reading or journaling, you're trying to eat a frog every day or have a daily highlight, any of the number of things that we've been talking about, this episode is for you if you are on a journey to get better, but you keep falling short. You haven't given up. You're still working on it. You can note successes. You feel like you're getting stronger, but it seems like in every day of progress, there's something that doesn't come together and it's causing you some disappointment. That's the way I feel a lot. And I want to talk about why that's not exactly a terrible thing. I think some of us believe that we're going to try something new or jump right in And when we fail a time or two, we just give up because we don't want to deal with the disappointment of failure. What we're here to talk about today is if you are really going to fight the war for stronger faith, for being a better, more productive person, then you have to accept that you will lose some battles. If you're not losing battles along the way, if you're not having to deal with that little pain within you of disappointment when it doesn't work out, then you're probably not fighting the war. And this is why most people don't get better. This is why years pass, because they'd rather not fight and then not have to deal with disappointment than to really go all in, have faith in God and in themselves, and strive for excellence, knowing that along the way they'll have to deal with disappointments and setbacks. I would rather lay in bed at night, disappointed that I didn't eat that frog today, but determined to get up and try again and ultimately get more done than lay in bed at night not feeling any guilt at all for any squandered opportunities, but setting no goals and not getting any better. Let me tell you where this came from. I've been meeting with some guys fairly regularly, some guys, some Christian men about my age, and we've really bought in this year to, uh, we call it our fire starter meeting. We get together, we talk about how to get better. A lot of them are listening to the podcast We're trying to build relationships, be more evangelistic, all these great things. And as these weeks have gone by and we've been meeting, they talk about things that are going well and changes that are happening in their lives, and that's great. But what I did not expect is how much of the time we would talk about how discouraged we sometimes get with our shortcomings. It's like we all thought that we would begin reading and praying and journaling in the morning and meet every week or two and all of a sudden just be successful all the time. But that's not what it means to be a Christian. I'm thinking about in Philippians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul, in dealing with his own maturity, said, I'm not where I want to be yet. I have not reached that level, but I'm just going to keep pushing. He had setbacks. He made mistakes. He got back up. He kept going. He never lost sight of the goal. So I met with these guys this morning, and we were talking about how some of the things that we fail at, even now while we're trying, we were failing at last year as well. We just didn't know it. We didn't know that we were losing battles because we were not engaged in trying to win the war. Better to fall short and keep fighting than to fall short and not even know that we're losing. 
Now, I want to explain this to you, and I think I can make it very clear. Thank you for sticking with me on this. I think we'll all understand this idea with just a few examples. Let's talk about two guys. One guy does not read his Bible during the week. He's not a Bible reader or a Bible student, just comes to church on Sunday. Now, if he lays down on a Tuesday night for bed, and he realizes he has not read his Bible today, do you think he'll feel badly about that? Not at all. Sleep like a baby. He probably won't even realize that he didn't read his Bible today because he didn't plan to read it. It wasn't a priority. And so here's the good news. He's not disappointed because he set no standard. The problem here is he's not fighting the war for spiritual nourishment. So he doesn't even recognize that he's losing the battle every day. So here's another guy who lays down at night. He's a man who says, I'm going to get up every weekday morning and read scripture before I leave for work. But something happened today, and he didn't get around to it. He got distracted. An email came in or something. And just before he goes to bed, he realizes, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And he feels this sense of disappointment. He's lost that battle. He got beat today on that. So he lays there, and he feels a little badly about it, has to deal with that feeling, prays about it, gets up the next day, and does better. Now, let me just ask you, which man do you think is going to grow in the Lord? The one who didn't read his Bible, doesn't feel badly about it, and won't try harder tomorrow? Or the one who does try to read his Bible, lost the battle today, but is still fighting the war? Now, I know what you're going to say. You're following along with me. But I want you to understand that most people would choose the first man. They'd say, I don't want to have to deal with disappointment. I don't want to have to deal with falling short. So I'm not going to set some standard up that I know I won't be able to keep. The problem with that attitude is that it bears no resemblance to the discipleship of the New Testament. The discipleship of Jesus is taking the opportunities that you have and making more out of it. No matter how difficult that is or how long that takes or how many setbacks you face, we're trying to multiply our talents for God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, we're trying to increase and abound. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, we're trying to excel still more. So listen, if you're tuned in today, you're not that guy. If you were that guy who said, I think I'll just keep the standards low so I'm never disappointed, you probably wouldn't be listening to episode 20-whatever on this particular program. But what I need you to understand today is the other option isn't set standards, raise the bar, and clear it every time. That's not going to be an option. If you're fighting and you're pushing, there will be discipline along the way, and part of that discipline is, I didn't eat that frog today. I spoke first in a conversation instead of speaking last. There's another example. I told you I'd give you a few. Maybe you listen to episode three and you think, I'm going to be confident and patient, and I'm going to speak last in conversations, gather the data, and be wise. And so you do that for several days, and then you get into a conversation, you totally lose it, you speak first, you lose control, and you go home and think, why am I even trying? I'm trying to get better, and look, I failed. Well, a lot of people would just give up. They'd say, you know, forget all that stuff. I mean, I clearly can't do it. But here's what the person who excels thinks. He says, look, I know this is the right thing, and I've made some progress. I had a few great days. I lost the battle today, but I am not giving up on the war. I will fight for this. And one of the great takeaways out of that, if you'd like to almost celebrate your failure a little bit, if I can word it that way, is when I lay in bed at night and I realize, man, I spoke first today, or I used the entire wrong set of pronouns the entire afternoon. 
Yeah, I lay there and I feel a little disappointed in myself, but I also feel a lot of resolve because I've identified where it went wrong. And tomorrow, I'm going to win that battle. I'll have a little extra focus on it. That's all it took. A little extra focus, a little extra prayer or dependency on the hand of God, and I'll do better. And listen, here's the thing about the war against the devil. You're in it whether you realize you are or not. If you're not trying to get better, you probably don't even realize that you're getting worse. And the devil's fine with that. He doesn't want you to push on. He wants you to cancel your subscription to this iTunes podcast and just go be you. Who wants to deal with failure? Who wants to deal with discouragement? You go be you. Do you think the war just goes away because you decided not to set any goals or fight any battles? The war is still there. You just don't realize it. So going back to this conversation I had with these men today, they talked about some of the small disappointments they're having along the way where they speak first instead of last, where they miss their Bible read for the day, or they fail to carry out some spiritual highlight of service to others. But here's the thing. All of that was happening last year, too. Last year, there were days when the Bible didn't get read. Last year, there were days when I spoke before I should have. Last year, there were days when I didn't reach out and encourage a brother or sister at all, and I never even noticed. It never occurred to me that today I didn't make progress. Why not? Because even though the war was raging on, I wasn't really fighting it. So it didn't register to me when I was losing battles, and so I lost them day after day after day. But if you decide to excel still more, to journal ideas, to hold yourself accountable, to reach new heights, first of all, you're going to do great things, get better all the time, and look back and see tremendous growth, and maybe you're already seeing that. But here's another good thing. This is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. When you miss something that you should have hit, last year you wouldn't have even noticed. Now you're going to feel that. You're going to feel what it's like to lose a battle. But if you've set a grand goal of growth and that's a war you're fighting, all that's going to do is fire you up to get up tomorrow morning and fight back and win that battle the next day. Okay, so as we get to the last five minutes of this episode, I want to ratchet this up a little bit. The battles that we sometimes lose are just goal setting, trying to make progress. We've talked a lot about that. But sometimes the battle we lose are sin battles, real moral breakdowns. And I have to tell you that if I lose a moral battle, I need to feel that. I can't put myself in a place where I've lowered my standards of spirituality over fleshly living to such a degree. I've made it so easy on myself. I've set so few standards that I falter to the flesh and I don't even feel it. I'm talking specifically about Galatians chapter 5. Galatians 5 gives you two lists. The first list represents the deeds of the flesh. Things like immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, jealousy, drunkenness, etc. And he goes on to say, look, if that's what you're about, if that's what's in your life, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. He goes on to say that on the other side of the battlefield are the tools of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, if you think that you can just walk out there every day Wear the name tag that says Christian. Don't try to pursue greater joy. Don't try to pursue greater patience. 
Don't try to be more gentle. Just go out there and let it be what it will be. If you think we can approach the day like that and not succumb to the deeds of the flesh, then you don't understand war. War is a fighting between the two sides. And that's exactly what this text says. Listen carefully. Galatians 5.17 For the flesh, all those things I listed there, sets its desire against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. What's his point here? There's a war going on. If you don't recognize that war, and so you're walking around doing some good things and some bad things, and you're not really feeling too badly about thinking immorally or outbursts of anger, let me just say, Satan's perfectly fine with that. He doesn't want you to feel bad about failure, as long as you keep, you know, failing. I would rather be someone who gets out of bed every day and says, I'm going to fight the war for the Spirit. I'm going to set goals for greater love, joy, and peace. And when I falter and I think something that I shouldn't or I say something that I shouldn't, I'm going to identify that as what it is. The devil just won a battle in my life. I lost that battle. That will be disappointing, but I'd rather know that there's a battle, feel the pain of losing one, and get right back out there and fight to win next time than to set up some laid-back life with no challenges or conflicts and to already be defeated without even knowing it. So listen, as we land this thing, it's kind of funny to say, but what I'm trying to do is encourage you in your discouragement. I don't mean take it away. I don't mean, hey, let's build a situation where we never feel discouraged. I don't mean that. I mean be encouraged by it, because it means you're trying. You're working hard at it. You might go back and listen to the episode previous to this one, episode 26, do hard things. We noted that just about every great thing that ever happened in the Bible was hard, and it took real devotion, faith, and commitment, and consistency. And look, this is more than just you setting some standard and having to deal with what happens when you come short of it. A lot of this is the working of God. I really hope that what this program is doing is carrying out some of the work of God to discipline us to greater accomplishment. I'm thinking about Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews 12 talks about the discipline that God allowed in the Christian's life, the kind of trials that they would have to face. They dealt with their own shortcomings. They dealt with persecution, challenges. God didn't take all of that away. He knew that they needed those things. The pain was important for the progress. I'm thinking about Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, Afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. So which kind of a person are you? Are you the kind of person pursuing excellence in God? And when you fall short of that and you feel the sorrow of it, you just give up? Or are you the kind of person who understands that the trials and setbacks along the way are a part of the process so that I may be trained by it and that if I am willing to keep setting higher standards and keep fighting the war for faith, that not only will I learn and grow, but afterwards, Hebrews 12, it will yield the peaceful fruit of righteousness. In other words, you get better. Hey, listen, that goes all the way back to episode one. That's what we want to do. I'm fighting for the faith of myself and my family and everybody that I love. 
We will win this war against the devil. Our king has already been victorious. You will reach new heights. You will achieve your goals. But understand that a part of that journey is how you accept the disappointment and resolve to press on after losing some battles. Thank you so much for listening today. If you would like to support this program, go check out our new website, excelstillmore.life. You can subscribe to emails there. There are book recommendations, show notes, lots of great things. We'd love for you to check it out. And don't forget to share this program with your friends if you think it'll help them. And you can always follow along on the Facebook page. And please remember, whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.